Ring, 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 ring. Come I'll on. Everything. I knock, I run, you know. Come. I do. That way you got it all covered, don't you? Yes. Okay, well, then let me do my part. Come in. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear, I am in such a funny mood today. How come? Well, I think because everybody around me is as crazy as a damn rat. That's a rat. I don't know. Rats aren't crazy. I need to find another analogy. And you know what? They're not evil either. Rats? No, they're <laughs> smart. Uh, they're smart. And they're very clean, I understand, too. There are people who have, you know, rats for pets yeah. that are fanatic about them. And they swear that they're like the best pets ever. And they do look cute when you dress them up. I guess. I wish y'all could see the look on my face. It's like my jaw is hanging like, well, I guess I look good. I don't know. We had white mice when I was a kid. Did you? I had, yeah. Because, you know, the legendary story of me wearing overalls, bib overalls all the time. My little old mouse, whose name was Snoopy, he would, he'd go out with me, you know, of the day, and he'd be in my big old bib in my front of my overalls. And he'd come out and kind of climb up on my neck and stuff. And for some reason, I was okay with that. I, I don't know. My cousin had one, too. Me and Dina both had us white, white mice. White Maybe mice. white rats. I don't know what they were. <laughs> were they little? Little. They were little. They were little mice then. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to say to that. I had a chihuahua one time. <laughs> well, they're not much bigger than a rat. No, probably. was mean. Probably they're the size of rats, now that I think of it. I mean, I live down on the river, so I see a lot of river rats. I was going to say they're the size of those river arts rats. Biggest rat I've ever seen in my life. I've told you that before. Right down there in the district, right by that oh. famous restaurant. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I have not been able to get myself to eat at back when it was open. Yeah. Because of seeing that. I was like, no. Nah, probably not. <laughs> Although, I should. Everybody says it's good. So you excited about the upcoming road trip? I am so excited. I can barely stand it. <laughs> I've been I've been singing on the road again. Mm. I can't wait to get on the road again. And you'll get on the road and miss it back here on Weird Mountain. I know. And then I'll be like, oh, this feels creepy. These people ain't like us. Ooh, let's go home. Nobody's like us. No. And God knows the world is happy about that. Two of us is plenty enough. <laughs> we do have some close some close matches though. We've got some fellow weirdlings. We have a fair number of very weird people. <laughs> um yes, that are as weird as we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I had somebody comment about Last week's episode about the Sasquatch. Oh, so I have a uh, oh, oh dear! Did we get in trouble? No, no, we didn't get in trouble. But I have a feeling that the subject is not over with. Oh boy! That we'll end up talking about it a little bit more. And of course, there was that one time at band camp. <laughs> they, were, they were giving me a hard time about that. <laughs> but there was. There really was. There really was. Really, really, really. Uh huh. So while you've been out here, what's the crow life been like? Oh, golly, I had the most fun with them the other day, with one of them. Uh, well, no, two of them. So there's a house being built down the road, and there's a, like a sway car out there, and the, and the workers must throw 
the leftovers of their lunch in with that thing that's going to be taken away and dumped. So there was a crow on there that would like jump down into the sway car and then make this noise like, I found some food, I found some food. Mm. And then it would jump up on the edge and it would look around like, come on, come on, I got some good food. So I'm watching that and then there's another crow that is in the tree right off the back porch out there, mm -hmm. the one right in the front of the woods. And it was going, nah. <laughs> and I'd go, nah. <laughs> and it would go, nah. <laughs> nah. So we kept that up and it, it went from the top of that tree down into the sassafras tree going, nah. <laughs> and I'd go, nah. <laughs> and, and this little one down here is yelling, I found some food. I found some food. And this one's going, da, da, da. It was just, it was like operatic. And finally, the one just stopped yelling and just ate the french fries that it had found. Oh. And it would hop up on the edge and have a mouth, you know how they'll have a mouthful of french fries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it had a mouthful of french fries. And it would be going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> It was hilarious. Well, you fascinated the other one. It was like, ah. oh, they, they can speak our language. Who is that? Who? Oh, it's some woman on the porch. Ugh. Why are you making fun of me and imitating me? <laughs> <laughs> I do that to the other birds, too. I try to imitate their whatever tune they're doing. And mostly they see right through me. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure crow, the crow saw me. It was just like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> That's funny. You're not a crow. Stop doing that. Oh. How rude. You are culturally appropriate in my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm pet sitting right now for a dear friend, and she's got a cat that's fairly shy cat. Oh. And the cat, cat's you know older and all of that kind of, kind of not wants doesn't want to have a lot of company, I guess. So the cat at one point started meowing, <laughs> like the old cats do. Yeah. This is the older cat. <laughs> <laughs> So the cat did that, and I didn't think, I wasn't even thinking, and I just went, Mrah, right back at the cat. And it blew the cat's mind. It stopped and looked at me, and it was like, and then it left. It, never, it didn't meow anymore. Stop it, you freak. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? That's right. Are you making fun? Are you, are you mocking me? <laughs> My grandmother had a cat. I was thinking about this cat the other day. Cat's name was Googly. I don't remember why. Googly. <laughs> okay. It was a black cat because my grandmother always had black mm -hmm. cats. And I would watch Sunday night was TV night at my grandmother's. We'd watch Masterpiece Theater and stuff like that because this was when I was in college. And the cat would stretch out on its belly on top of the big old console TV that was like a TV and a radio and a record player. Oh, that, yeah. that big old thing. It would stretch out on the top of it and lean down as far as it could to watch the TV upside down. <laughs> and she'd go, Googly, move, move, Googly. And then she'd go, meow, 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 move. <laughs> Googly would look up like, what? <laughs> this is fun. I'm, I'm amused. That's right. Amused and warm because those would uh, constantly yeah, be so warm. Because yeah, yeah. they were all tube types. Yep. And they would just, and they would have that little hiss and static and mm. all that. That doesn't even exist anymore, those tube types. It makes me sad. Well, it They're doesn't. They're hard to recycle them. They are. They are. But, you know, they had a specific sound when you were using a radio yes. that had tube types. Yes. Or tubes in it, excuse me. And it was, people swear it was a warmer sound. Yeah. But I don't think it was. Because 
I remember it distinctly. And working over at the radio station, there's a, a museum there. And they had all these old radios and stuff that had been nice. donated through the years. And it, it just sounded to me, it sounded like it was farther off. And I get, I mean, they say it's a warmer sound, those, those old vintage radios. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I, it's funny. We get nostalgic about stuff like that. Like, there would be that album that you played so many times you knew where all the little crackles would be mm -hmm. and the skips and yeah. all that stuff. And, I mean, that... I was remembering the first time I heard a CD. And we had been out to... God, this was in the 80s, probably. We had been out to the Gray Eagle in Black... When it was in Black Mountain. Mm -hmm. And had heard... Uh, I don't remember who it was now, but I bought the CD. It was like, oh, a CD. No, the friend I was with, I'm telling you a lie. She bought the CD because she was really into new technology. So we went back to her house afterwards, and she put the CD on, and I swear it sounded like we were in the room with him because we had just been in the room with him like 45 minutes before. Wow. And it just was, I was astounded. It was like, oh, CDs are the way to go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you remember your first CD? what it was was that it well I didn't that was her CD she had bought the CD I don't, I don't remember my first CD I've got a bunch of them now though <laughs> I remember mine was Prince Purple Rain <gasps> and I did exactly what you were talking about I memorized everything on that album yeah yeah every skip all you know everything and thought I was Prince every now and then gosh I was at a pagan festival in 2016. I, it must have been the year that Prince died. And uh, all of the musical acts at the festival decided mm -hmm. that for the very last night when they were all going to do something together, that they would do Purple Rain. Uh -huh. And they all did it together. It was, it was really good. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, I miss him. I miss Purple Rain. I, I miss him. I miss Tom Petty. Uh, yeah, that yeah. just felt wrong, so wrong. It did, and my friend Samantha or Sam, excuse me, didn't mean to call you Samantha. She she posted a link to a video for the Hall of Fame Music uh -huh. Hall of Fame, and it had they were it was like a super group. It had Tom Petty, it had Prince, and oh my and God. they it had. Uh, Oh, I don't know. It just had some great musicians. And Prince didn't sing a thing. He was kind of on the in the corner there. And the song was While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Oh, I love that song. And the last third of the song, he just kind of strolled out and killed it. He just yeah. he just took over the guitar solo yeah. and it was it, I get chills when I hear that. Every time. And it was just, what a performance. And at one point, he just kind of looked and smiled and fell backwards. <laughs> and, he, and he knew that he would be caught because yeah. he wasn't, he was, you know, facing that way. And he fell backwards into the audience. And they caught him and just pushed him right back up on the stage. And he just, he never wow. stopped playing. Wow. I can't imagine that kind of talent. No, me either. Oh, my gosh. And he was a great oh. concert, too. He really was. There are so many people that I that I wish I had seen. Mm -hmm. And for some of them, there was an opportunity to see them. And I was either in a rehearsal for a play or on the road or something and didn't get to see them. Mm. 
that's no good. Well, and hearing them recorded, I mean, if that's the only way you can get it, that's good. But, oh, live, there's nothing like it. Do you think that live will ever be the same in the U.S. now that COVID is it? That's funny. Well, I mean, you and I both know a ton of musicians. Mm -hmm. And I think those small, smaller venues, and by that, and it's no insult to, to them at all, but like a place like Grey Eagle, which is a, it's not intimate, but it's a smaller venue, or Isis, or even uh, Puddle Jumpers downtown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Orange Peel. <laughs> which is, I mean, it's not a tiny venue, but they're not big. I think, right. those, I think those will continue to be okay. And the smaller apps will continue to do okay. But these, you know, like you two going on tour or the Stones or whatever big, big, big super group, I just don't know that that's going to be sustainable anymore. I don't know that it is either. I was thinking about that the other day. And the goal is to be able to get out and freely move about. Yeah. But I, I just don't know. It's, it's a question mark right now. It'll be interesting. I went to a laser light show that was in a car. So they packed the cars in like sardines. And then everybody turned their, tuned their radio to a specific channel. Yeah. And then the show began. So you listen to the oh, show cool. from your car and on your own stereo system. Wow. Yep. Wow. So if you were smart, and which I wasn't, uh, or we, <laughs> were, we weren't, uh, but if you're smart, you'll just bring a radio, <laughs> an old-fashioned radio, so you're not using your car battery. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. But do people still have old-fashioned radios? Yeah, they do. Do they? Everybody, and if they don't, you can get a radio app for your phone. Did you know that? <laughs> I mean, what can't you get an app for your phone? There, there's an app for every damn thing you can think of. I mean, I, I didn't know that there was such a thing, but you know, with all that mess about the gas last week, uh, Gas Buddy. I heard about Gas Buddy for the first time when I was on Gas Buddy, and it told me there was some gas on Merriman Avenue, so I went up to Merriman. It was like Gas Buddy. You'd Come never on. heard of Gas Buddy? I'd never heard of Gas Buddy before. Have, <laughs> you, have you heard of Waze? No. Waze is interesting too. And you know what bugs me is they all want to be social media. So like <laughs> Waze, the purpose of Waze is to notify you if you're traveling of the best route and if there are any traffic jams up ahead or or any cops up ahead or anything like that. Oh, right. So all that's that stuff. all you got to do is just log into your ways and it it uses your GPS to put you in a place that you know blah 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 does its thing. But they want you to talk back and forth the other way. Say hi to this guy in the car over here in the other lane. You know he's another waser. Yeah, no, it's it's weird. It's it's weird. Why do people? Uh, why do they want to go to social media all the I damn time? I don't know. I don't know why it is. I just, uh, you know, Facebook will say, well, you need to update your information. Have, have a phone number so people can call you. And I, it's huh. like, are you out of your mind? People <laughs> will call me if I put my phone number out there. 
if if you put your phone number there, I will almost guarantee you that at some point your phone number will show up out on the web because it's going to get hacked. Of course. Now, you can put your phone number into Facebook and then set up your settings so that it doesn't show to anybody. Right, right. And, and that's fine. Do it if you want to. But it's still going to get out there. I believe that anything that you put on the Internet will follow you forever. Whether it's a private email, I don't think there's any such thing as privacy. I don't either. I think we have lost that. Yeah. I mean, what's going to happen when Google goes away? Because 50 years from now, is Google even going to exist? And what about AOL? They don't really, I mean, they don't exist the same way that they did. And yet your emails are still around, aren't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, what did somebody posted something we had lost something in a group and she said, Oh, I'll just go in the Wayback Machine. Yeah. And I was like, The what? Mm -hmm. No, it's it's some kind of archive thing called the Wayback Machine and you put in what you need and you pull out something that was online fifteen years ago. I used the Wayback Machine for lots of stuff. And the Wayback Machine will show you what it does is it's an internet crawler, which they there's a lot of internet crawlers out there. That's how you get listed on search engines, and that's how people look up your name and stuff like that. Remember when the, things were meta crawlers? It's a meta yes, crawler. That's exactly what it is a metadata crawler. Yeah. And uh, the Wayback Machine would take, every, it, it crawls everything all the time, and every time your website changes, it takes a snapshot of the website. It basically downloads oh, so you, so I, creepy. Oh, it is, but I can go and look at whatever from whenever. All I need to know is what is that address. And with the exception of a few pictures that sometimes just don't show up, mm -hmm. they show up as broken, broken image right, things, right. Uh, you can literally see everything. You can. And I would do that all the time, and then I would download for my clients. And then I would download... Yeah you know, that old version of the website that they had lost or whatever, whatever, and keep it. And I bet you didn't know you could do that either. You can download a website. I am just assuming that everything that was once available is still available. It's, and public. And I might not be able to do to do it, but somebody will know how. Right. And that's what you should. And I, I've told all my young people that I've taught through the years and my nephews, mm -hmm. I said, it may feel private, but believe me, it's not private. Even if it is now, it won't be forever. No. It'll follow you around when you're trying to get a job. It'll follow you around when you meet the woman of your dreams. Just be careful because it's out there. So every tweet, you know, once it's digital, digital is forever, baby. Yeah. It's scary. It is scary, mm -hmm. but it's something we want, isn't it? It must be, or we would have not done that. It, it's it's such a big thing that it, I think it's bigger than our comprehension when when it comes to the digital life and the internet and you know things like artificial intelligence and the way the internet has been programmed to act around us. Yes. So we we think of it. And I think of it as just a tool, but it is the smartest tool with a memory that never ends. It's a scary tool. Yeah, so that whole thing about all these sci-fi stories talk about when the computers achieve sentience. I wonder what will happen. And I wonder if they've already achieved sentience. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know, but all of that is so damn creepy to me. And there'll, there'll be some thing on the news that's like, blah, 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 robots doing this. You never have to drive your car again. Blah, blah, blah. And I just think, I saw that movie. Yeah. I saw all those movies. Well, I know what happens next. What movie was, was that Clockwork Orange that had that those people? And didn't it have the TikTok man? Was that Clockwork Orange? Was it? Maybe. The TikTok man. I was whenever, thinking about that the other day. I need to watch that movie again. Whenever I hear people talk about getting on TikTok, I always think of the TikTok man first. Holly. That was a creepy thing, the TikTok man. Ooh. So, Byron. Uh, yes, ma'am? Talk to me about cards. Oh, the cards. Well, I... I, I sketched out what I call roughed in. I roughed in four more. Uh, two of them I don't like at all. Okay. And so I'm going to go back and redo those images. Um, what y'all don't know is that uh, Alicia and I had a conversation about the bear card. <laughs> and she is the one who suggested, well, you know, it could be like a toy bear. And they took me immediately back to those... Uh, Great Smoky Mountain souvenir bears yes. that were stuffed with sawdust and they had a little chain around their neck mm -hmm. and a little uh, like a, a a leash. It was almost like a little <laughs> leash and it, every time I went to Cherokee for whatever reason I got one of those little bears. So that is where the, uh, the souvenir bear card from comes from but when it is interpreted it can either be a small bear or a real bear. Uh, so it's going to be fun. They're doing okay. Are they? Yeah, I think Absolutely. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to get them done to my satisfaction. Good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yay. And then I turn everything over to you. <laughs> That's all right. That's all Golly. right. I'm looking forward to it. This Me is too. the first time I've ever done a project like this. And I am looking forward to having all the prototypes done mm -hmm. because then I'm going to sit down and shuffle the cards and I'm going to read them. Yeah. And I'll figure out what they're saying mm -hmm. and see if they work. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm excited about that too because this will be my first deck of anything to actually dig into and learn how to read. Nice! Yep, I'm excited about it. I've always kind of wanted to, and I've watched and admired all of y'all, and especially now that I'm working down at the shop where it's like everybody there is proficient, very proficient and very talented at cards, and here I am going, well, I don't know. They're pretty to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play rook with them sometimes. <laughs> well, I think the thing, and, and this is not a popular, uh, not a popular opinion, but I think there are some divination tools that don't work for some people. Oh, yeah. And you know, there I've seen people buy deck after deck of tarot cards, looking for the silver bullet, looking right. for the deck that's really going to speak to them. And the reality may just be that they are not card readers. I agree. Yeah, with that maybe they should look at other things, mm -hmm. scrying glasses or bowls, and uh, pendulum dowsing. That mm -hmm. there's tons of ways to do divination. Yeah, I, I talked to a gal about that when I was at the shop. That was what we were talking about. I said, "You see all of these things here? They they are just tools. Yes, you can use any of them." in the same way. They'll give you the answers, but you have to know which one to use. 
you have to, and if you don't know, you have to try it until you find it. You see, and yeah. that's this because she didn't know whether to look for this thing or this thing or this thing or this thing. Yeah. And she was kind of wondering if she was going to have to buy all of it. And it was, oh my God! I said, "Are you drawn so to expensive. anything?" Yeah. yeah, and and we found out that she's very drawn to aromas, to smells. Oh. Which that's often, often people wake up their senses with smell first. Yeah. That's a that's your primal thing is smell. And you know, we said it last week, you can time travel with it and you can you know, it's a really powerful form of magic. And so she ended up getting picking up some oils and I think she ended up with a book or something about it. But she had come in to buy something else. Yeah. You know, because yeah. she thought that was what she had to use. Well Y'all, the staff at that store is so good. They are. They're so knowledgeable that they really can help mm -hmm. people coming in. Because there are a lot of seekers right now mm -hmm. that um, witchcraft, occult stuff is very, very popular. And so a lot of people feel like they're drawn to it, but they need a little guidance. Yeah, they do. And uh, I saw probably... Well, I don't, I don't know what percentage, but I saw quite a few people who came in, and they had never been in a store like that before. Wow. And uh, there were also, you know, we also had a lot of people who were quite advanced in, in their practice, and they would come in and know exactly what they needed and pick it up and go, and you could kind of tell by what they were getting and, and so on. But there were so many, you know, new people who were new to, the, to it. Yeah. Who would yeah. walk in and it's like, it's kind of a magic thing to just see it, to watch them walk in. Yes. And, and I enjoy watching them kind of find the thing that does it for them. And they'll walk around the store and they'll pick up this stone or they'll look at this, this piece of jewelry or this book, this incense, this whatever, and they'll end up with this deck of cards because that's the thing that, and you can tell every time they're like, oh. <laughs> and boom, that's the thing like that goes on. Like a moth to a flame. Yep, yep. And so it's interesting to watch. It is. Yeah. Well, and I'm so glad that there is a store there. That we ha we are lucky enough here to have a store that really is not. It's not a new age store. Mm -hmm. It's an it's an old age store. It's a witch supply store. Yeah. And so people who've been practicing a long time, like we have. You know, there's not a lot of stuff you need. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need to, you need to get a, a refill on something that mm -hmm. you use a lot. But there's not a lot of stuff we need. But for some of these new folks, they need they, they mm -hmm. want to sample a lot of things. They do, and they should. Yeah, absolutely, they should. And they want to they want to get that atmosphere too. And it does have it has a specific vibe when you walk in. Oh, it does, <laughs> and a specific smell. Depending on who's yeah. the, who's working that day. Yeah. So my smells are always like medieval church incense <laughs> smells because I always use copal and frankincense and stuff like that in my incense. And uh, I noticed the other day that Liz has her smell is more it's lighter, mm -hmm. and of course she's younger and really happy and and her smell is very uplifting. Her incense smell is kind of basil and. You know those light flowery kind of things. Yeah, that's so cool. I love there, that there that. was somebody who used to work there, and I don't think does anymore. And her favorite incense was rue, and it is Ooh. just so 
dirgy and heavy and yeah not my favorite not my favorite i uh, use a lot of rue for a lot of things but not for incense you know rue is useful but i, I don't know that i would want to dose the people walking in the door with rue because right. we don't know them no uh, well that's you know she was adventurous that's fine uh yeah i guess so <laughs> i go what what What's the incense today? <laughs> oh, I love it. It's the rue. I've been burning it all day. Yes, we oh. have. <laughs> it's more like, what's that armpit smell? Because uh. that's, ugh. <laughs> ugh, ugh. I know. So, so are you, are you, are you an, a resin incense person or does it matter to you? <laughs> um, I will use, I use all kinds of different incense and I use the kind of people go, Oh, don't use that cheap incense, it'll do whatever. I don't know. I, I'm pretty simple. I like a pine, some kind of, or a forest, something like that. Um, I've always loved frankincense. Me too. And um, my grandmother, in fact, there's on the piano here, there's a little box of incense that came from her house, and she used to get the little cone incense. Oh, I remember. And there was a spiral incense mm -hmm. holder that you you set the cone on fire and put it in this little metal spiral cone incense holder. And um, and yeah, mm. so that always reminds me of her. That's neat. Yeah. I, I know which incense you're talking about, I think. I didn't know the significance of it. Yeah, though. yeah. That's cool. And it's still, I, every once in a while, we'll burn it. I don't want to use all of them. No. Uh -uh. Oh, she was very cool, my grandmother. She always had sensen oh. that she would fix her breath with, you know, just That's a little black. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Pastille oh. that, uh, uh, it was not candy. It was very strong. Uh. Billy Joel sang about it. You're yes, a yes. fresh pack of Luckies and a mint called Sinsen. And a mint called Sinsen. And that is the only way that I knew anything about what you were talking about. And I, I'm assuming nobody makes Sinsen anymore, but I'm going to my trusty handy old computing uh -huh. device You're gonna to check. see if it's there. Yes, my grandmother was very, uh, in, in so many ways she was very exotic. I think so. She talked to you about energy. Yeah. Huh. Was she an Asheville native? Yes. Oh, God, yes. Well, that explains that. Yeah. Hey, I'm really excited about something that I want to share. What's that? Um, and that is that uh, this coming weekend, yeah, this coming weekend, no, next weekend, sorry, I'm looking at the calendar in my brain. Next weekend, I'm going to go down. A friend of mine found the cabin that my great-great-great-grandfather and grandmother built and lived in. Oh, in Henderson County? And it's still in the family. Oh. And I've been given permission to go. There, The owners are going to unlock the door and let me go in, and I hope to be able to talk to them. That's a part of the family I don't know much about. So I'm excited. That Very really excited. is cool. Yes, well, yes. Well, when we're not recording, I'm going to ask you where it's at, because I think I'm wondering about in Henderson County. Is it near any other houses that age? No. In okay. fact, it's been moved from where it originally was. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's not where it used to be. We've got a cabin like that in our family called Stewart Cabin. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> so, Miss Alicia. Yes, Miss Byrne. You, you do something that I don't do, and I, I've never tried it very much, but I don't, I'm not really called to it. 
But you're a dowser. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what dowsing is? Well, dowsing is the act of finding something in the earth or in in a cave or in a tree or whatever depends mm-hmm. on what you're looking for but using a natural material as as your I don't know I always think of it as a gooey um, just using it as a tool yeah and so with dowsers the way that I usually douse is with a stick from the property that I'm trying to douse on is it a particular shape of a stick or a kind it, of a stick well the stick is in the shape of a Y and I've seen people douse with sticks that had all kinds of little branches hanging from them. Uh-huh. And what they would douse, and I think I saw somebody who doused with sticks that have leaves still on them. So it's like a branch at that point. And uh, they're watching wow. to see the, the, they're watching to see it move. They've cut this branch, they've found this branch, and when it gets over water, because it's usually water that you douse for with a stick, that it's going to move, it's going to vibrate, and you're going to feel, uh, it's going to feel different. And sometimes it'll nice. twist right in your hands. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a strange kind of, I, don't, I guess it's an art or science, I don't know. But I don't think that I could do a real good job of dowsing for water if I had just spent an extended time in a city setting. Because I need to feel like, I need to have that feeling of being close to the property that I'm walking on. And so I don't have to live on that property, but I need to feel kind of close to the earth. Uh Or at least open to it. Yeah, because uh, to be open. And it's just, like like a lot of magic, it's, there's a lot of observation with it. Uh And you have to be open in your mind to what it is and just don't instantly explain it away. And just just be quiet and let it happen. And that's a lot of dowsing. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this new generation of dowsers that douse with metal. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they they can they. I've done some of it, and it's real interesting. When I had the the ghost tour, or when I was working on the ghost tour, uh, part of that tour would be to teach people to douse with these metal dowsing rods. And, but you know what they were dowsing for? What? Was spirit energy. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So I would walk them to a haunted place. There's one place in particular that we like to go, and they would douse for spirit energy. And I've seen some crazy things. The act of dowsing with a metal rod is a little bit different. Because when you're dowsing with a stick, or at least for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to two, the two little ends of the stick. Yeah. And I'm going to wait for the long end to move, point, or give me a feeling. When you're dowsing with metal, you, need, you, put the, you put the rod in your hand, the short part of the rod in your hand, and the rod will be shaped like an L, yes. not like a Y. Yeah. And you put that in your hand, and it needs to be able to move about freely. So there's different mechanisms to, to do that. And you, it, you wait for the rods to cross or uncross or tremble or whatever. Uh-huh. And boy, I've seen things I just can't explain with, those, with the metal ones. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
And, and, but then again, I also wonder, because I took those metal rods, We that tour was done in a city setting right there in Asheville. Uh-huh. So maybe it was picking up electricity or something like that. I don't uh-huh. know, but it sure seemed to correspond with some some ghost ghost history around there. Yeah. <laughs> well, dowsing is interesting. It's, and and they, they claim there are people, still people around uh, here who, when they get a house, they'll hire a dowser to find their water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when, when I was coming up, it was almost always men who did that, but it was still called water witching. Yeah. So you, hey, did you know that Bill, Bill's a water witch? Is he? Well, I'm going to have him come and look for where I need to dig the new well. Oh. And whoever it was, I just made up the name Bill. Um, would come and they douse and they go. You need to dig right here. And then boom. And water. then boom. That's where the water was. I wonder if there's oil dowsing back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a story about a man named <laughs> If there was, somebody's done it and made millions by now. I'm sure. Yeah. So fun. Let yeah. It's one of those things that you know you just can't quite explain. And I'm okay if. If nobody explains it, I just know that there have been enough instances. Well, it's like we were talking about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. So I've never had an experience of that, but lots of people have. So I'm real kind of, you know, if it's a thing, it's a thing. If it's not, it's not. And same thing with Dowson. There have been too many times when I've heard the story of Bill the Water Witch who came out, and that's where we dug the well, and it was the, you know, the coolest cleanest water, uh, it never ran dry, you know, all that stuff, mm-hmm. all that stuff we say. Oh, yeah. Well, my experience with it is just that you just have to, the absence of, of anal analysis. It's just you yeah. have to experience it and then think about it later. So that it really is experiential. Mm-hmm. And I say that about uh, witchcraft all the time is that we learn it by doing it badly and then figuring out what we did wrong. Because mm-hmm. you can read all the books in the world. Heaven knows I want everybody to buy my books. <laughs> but the way you learn it once you've read a book about it or gone to a class or you know seen a YouTube video or whatever, is you do it. You go practice it. Yeah. That's why we call it practicing witchcraft. <laughs> Well, that's you practice. You got to practice anything to get good at it, don't you? That's exactly right, <laughs> and that's why my fiddle playing is so poor. Well, because I just need to practice it, and I don't. You, do you carry your fiddle around with no, you when God, you travel? No, of course I don't. Not when you travel. Well, somebody might make might make me open up the the fiddle and play some, and I'd be like, Oh God! Well, Here I can do sort of do the Ashokan farewell and Bonnie Port more. That's about <laughs> it. Well, at least you admit it. <laughs> yeah, that I'm a bad fiddle player longing to be mediocre. <laughs> that is me. I'm longing to be mediocre. Oh, God. Well, the reality is, I'm, and I'm looking at this piano right now, I just need to get the piano tuned. I need to play the instrument that I had lessons on for years and played for years and just haven't now played for very long. And is that the piano? Yeah. I played the piano from the time I was real, real little. Yeah, I still think in piano. Yeah. When I think yeah. about music, lots of times my 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 ear will hear a piano part. It'll just swim out. Yeah. 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 So tell me, that's a good point. Tell me what 
the pollen is saying to you this year about the upcoming crop? <laughs> is it saying anything to you this year? Well, I think, and I've said this in a lot of different places to a lot of different people, this is just about the longest, prettiest Appalachian spring I can remember. Absolutely, I agree. It's been cool. We haven't had too many really hot days, so that it's very green. We've had we've had probably enough rain. Now we're moving into a dry period. It's not going to rain for a while, but we've it's just everything is lush and green, and just amazing. And so the pollen is extraordinary this year. The pollen it, is it is just thick and bright yellow. It's like black light yellow. It's crazy. We've, we've got some trees, you know, those that thick stand of trees that on road there for about two miles. Yes. There are all these, I don't know if they're maple. I think they're maple. I think they are too. They're, they're even doing something this year. Nice. And, and I've noticed that the oaks have got so much pollen oh. that when you look out at a stand of oak trees, they have a different color. The tree is a different color. Yes. It's not just green anymore. No, no. So, yeah, it's and, crazy. And after the rain, if you look out, it's like, oh, no, the oaks look great. Yeah. And then about two days later, it's like, why are they so yellow looking? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It looks like fall in some places. Yes. Because I, and my sinuses know it. Oh, it's the <laughs> oaks for me. I don't know. Maple pollen doesn't seem to bother me, but oaks do. And, of course, we're surrounded by oaks here. Oh, yeah. And pine. And yes. Pine's been so pretty it's wicked. Just been, it's been an adventure, I will say that. I, I, was, uh, I was on somebody's podcast and talking, 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 and then I went, Hang <coughs> 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 on. But I always have water near me when I'm doing that or doing a Zoom meeting or whatever because you just never know what a big glob of pollen is going to go right down the exactly. And you're going to be like, uh, I'm sorry, I can no longer speak. <laughs> well, I've got little round dots on my windshield from pollen bombs. <laughs> so that's all I can call them. So it feels very life-affirming. It feels very, and it's obviously very beautiful. Mm -hmm. there's, there's things are growing exponentially it's just it's a beautiful spring and I'm just at that place now in my life and in my experience where oh it's a beautiful spring so does that mean the summer is gonna be hotter than hell and I'm gonna be miserable and there's not gonna be any rain is that what's gonna happen I just want to be one of those people who goes oh it's such a beautiful perfect spring and it's gonna and it's going to just segue right into a beautiful, perfect summer. And then the fall is going to be beautiful and perfect. And then winter is going to be, but I'm just not that person. <laughs> so I always think, and summer is hard. And I'm a gardener and a farmer and all that stuff and I'm at festivals. But once it gets hot, I just can't function well. I don't know anybody who can. I do. I know people who love it. They love it hot, 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 hot. And I just, oh, well, good my on hair, them. My hair gets plastered to my head, oh. and I sweat constantly. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not it. I'm not it. Well, I reckon I need to head on back to the house and get some food started for this evening. Yeah, and yep. I've got a thing happening at six o'clock, so yeah. I got. I need to. I brush my hair. I guess maybe. I don't know, <laughs> 
But I'm excited about us traveling. I know, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about seeing Maggie Valley and um, and I'm excited about us doing more live video stuff. Me too. I on, mean, on Weird Mountain Wednesday. Weird Wednesdays, yeah. Weird Wednesdays on Weird Mountain. Yeah, I, I live to make a fool out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> cutting the fool. My grandfather used to say, I don't know, it just seems like everybody's cutting the fool. Yes, well, sir. We are cutting the fool. Cutting the fool, cutting yep. the rug, cutting the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's a different thing altogether. <laughs> well, y'all, I appreciate everybody sticking with us through my <laughs> my my wonderful humor there. My bathroom humor. <laughs> well, we we ain't ladies, you know? know. We ain't we ain't good church going women who, you know, are gonna swallow our pride because we ain't got a pride. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we're practical. <laughs> we are practical, and we're just going to keep doing what we do and saying what we say. Yeah. And there's going to be some people that are not going to like it, and there's going to be other people who are going to love it, and there's going to be a big group of people who don't care one way or the other. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> so, and they're the ones that need to meet us. Yeah, they need to meet us at SoCo Gap. So It'll be the big meeting at SoCo Gap. You know, one of these days, we might even have, like, a big group road trips where we just meet everybody and have a big picnic oh my gosh wouldn't that be wonderful there's a haunted picnic trail up here oh about 40 miles up yeah and that'd be a good place for everybody's got the parking lot is right there and nice we could we could do that i yeah. know some ghost groups that go there and oh, that'd be fun yeah we could just meet y'all let us know if that's something you'd like to do is meet up with us for i don't know stories and singing and whatever you whatever want to do. whatever <laughs> I love it. I love that thought. Me too. Me All too. Alright. Alright, y'all. Well, thanks for listening to us. We sure do appreciate you. Yes, we do. Come back. Next time we'll have some more stories, I guess. Maybe I'll have the petunias planted in the toilet by then. I'll send you a little picture of it. <laughs> what color are they? They are pink petunias. Pink. Well, okay. Yes. Pink petunias for the white toilet. I was going for a soft contrast. <laughs> It's going to work just fine it's with gonna the be green lovely. and wide and the pink. And I'm going to have it right over there near the clothesline, near the big old catnip plant. <laughs> so people are like, mmm, it smells like cat pee. And look, <laughs> there's a toilet with petunias in it. Yes. Honestly, after that, I'm going to get me one of them tires for the front yard that's oh. cut like a flower. Oh. You know I am. It's going to be full of flowers. marigolds. Painted white. Oh no, I think it'll be the orange, that terracotta trim color <laughs> orange. I orange is a love good them. Color. I do too. I think they're sweet. And you know, people used to make money. They have the truck full of old tires cut up to make flower flower pots, and they drive through neighborhoods. And I think we got one for five dollars yep. or something like that. And they last forever. Yeah. Yeah. So good use for tires. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Weird mountain advice. Hey, weird mountain advice, and maybe something else for our product line. You never know what's gonna happen. Y'all take care. We're, we're having the Appalachian goodbye today. I'm not. Well, bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, and by the way, let me tell you the story. Oh, and I forgot. <laughs> bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. 
You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.